Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim Wildman here with Ed Battagliano and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Hey, if you would uh, like to send us an email, go to this address, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Steve, what do you got for us? We keep uh, getting inconsistent and conflicting message on on masks. (laughs) On what? Masks. Wearing masks. Oh, okay. Um, if you're looking at our president... Now, the CDC came out with some new guidelines... Uh, oh, good. ...last week. <laughs> I know, right? Huh? And, I wait for those every week. It's kind of like watching the college football rankings come out. I just wait for you those... just wait for those CDC... CDM. I get anxious on Monday <laughs> afternoon. I wait for the new CDC uh, guidelines. guidelines. So what do you got, Steve? <laughs> Tell us what the results are. The CDC said that if uh, now if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to uh, wear a mask. Uh, if you're outside... And especially if you're competing in athletic tournaments, you don't have to wear a mask. Joe Biden, however, still is wearing a mask. And outside, you mean? Outside, yeah, everywhere. He, you see him sometimes with two masks. If he remembers where it is. That's right. Uh, he says they're being extra precautious. And then he said this. This is kind of weird. Biden said he would continue to wear masks outside, calling it a patriotic responsibility. I, I don't make the connection there. Do you guys? What's patriotic about wearing a mask? Unless well, it's a flag-colored mask. Steve, I think it's because you're you're making sure America stays safe. And that just shows that you love your country as much as the next guy. Virtue signaling of the highest keep, order. Uh, keep America safe. Even let's, the, let's flatten even, that curve. What do you say? Even the medical uh, advisor on CNN, I forgot her name. She's an Oriental lady. Uh, doesn't mean she's not American. Don't misunderstand me, but she's Oriental. Uh, she's uh, and she's Biden. She's a CDC advisor or something. Anyway, she is a spokesperson on CNN, and she said Biden is not making a good example when he goes uh, and wears his mask and uh, talking to the nation during his quote State of the Union address last week. She said it was not good. That she he was did critical. That? She said if we want to get people. Uh, believing in the vaccine, you oh. can't you can't have the vaccine and keep on wearing masks because people go, well, I guess the vaccine's not very reliable because you're wearing a mask, right? And people do not want to wear a mask from now till the till the end of time, right? And Biden and the Democrats, in my humble opinion, they want people to wear a mask to the end of time because it keeps the idea of fear in their minds that the government needs to protect me so uh, from COVID. Uh, so, uh, it, it is the, uh, uh, moral superiority. I wear a mask outside because I want to protect people, even though I'm vaccinated. Right. Well, that, that, that goes against the CDC and, and the Biden administration says they refer to the CDC. And the CDC is not always the most reliable source either. I have a story here. What? I have a story here that says that the CDC actually bowed to the American Federation of Teachers, the Teachers Union, 
when it came to opening schools or not with a CDC recommendation on opening Can schools. Can you prove that? I, well, yes. We found some emails that were... You um, did? No. Well, the <laughs> Americans for Public Trust did a FOIA request, which is a Freedom of Information Act request, and they got emails from the CDC. And it turns out that they were in close connection with the American Federation of Teachers and the CDC. They were working together. The uh, Biden brass was being looped into the White House, the, the response. And they said, uh, I, we believe our experience on the ground can inform, this is the American Federation of Teachers, inform and enrich thinking around what is practical and prudent. And they, were, they said they were able to approve some, approve some initial feedback from several staff members. So they, they, they ran the, the guidelines by the American Federation of Teachers. And a lot of adopted language, yes, language and everything. The CDC pressured the, I'm sorry, the American Federation of Teachers pressured the CDC to keep schools closed. Can somebody help me here? Did you want to comment on that, Ed, before I say, can Uh, somebody help me here? Here's my only comment. Okay. (sighs) Okay. We hadn't had a sigh in an hour and 10 minutes. That's right. I'm glad I could do that. I wanted a a sigh. Needed a good Ed sigh. That's right. Right there. All right. What did I just say? Can somebody tell me? You, you is that I said, what, is that what I said? You, you said you had you had a comment. Does anyone have a comment? You said. Is anyone? Did I open the floor? And that's when yes, I sighed. You sighed. It's your. That floor. was a good comment, but that sigh said it all. I, I would just say this: What is the deal with teachers' unions not wanting to go back to work? The the whole country's going back to work. Why do they want to sit home? Don't now, they want to go? Don't wait they a want- second. Wait a second. I have to, I kind of have to disagree with you there on the statement that the whole country's going back to work because there are a lot of people who don't want to go to work because they're getting free money, okay? <laughs> and so are many, not all, of these teachers. These teachers and these teachers okay, you just answered in, my question. in the big city are getting paid to stay home. And they are human beings just like everybody else. And if you can get paid to stay home and do nothing. Well, I think it's... I think it's uh, a dereliction of duty. I think it's un- immoral to, at this point, if you're a teacher, say, I don't want to go back to work. Now, not all of them. I want to be careful. We, we don't want to besmirch the reputation of all teachers. And there are many teachers who have, who dove into the, uh, to the Zoom teaching remotely, did the best they could under difficult circumstances. I'm talking about the teachers' unions, and some of the teachers who apparently do not. True. These are the ones who are berating parents and saying, mind your own business. And these are the ones who are, I think it was in Oklahoma, who said, don't let your parents know what we're teaching. And uh, there's even talk about some school systems in this country saying, we might not even open up in the fall. I just think the vast majority of teachers do want, have gone back to work and do want to go back to work. Uh, teaching children in person at the school five days a week. What I'm, gotta, ta- what I'm talking about is these, same as you, uh, uh, spots around the country, so I didn't mean to make a blanket uh, statement, where the teachers' unions are saying, like in California, no, we don't want to go back to school. Okay, we're talking 14, we're talking what, 14 months now? Yes, sir. You, sh- you, you, know, you have no right to get paid right. indefinitely. Because 
0.5% of the people in your town have COVID? You know, some of these school systems and these teachers unions, and Steve, then we'll let you talk, okay? Yeah. They said we would no, we would, we we would go back to in-person teaching if if you'll bump teachers up on the list to get the vaccinations. Remember that? Yes. And then they said, eh, we're not going to do it remember, after they got the vaccines. Remember, you're dealing with a union. <sighs> they were used. This is going to, I'm predicting, this is going to come down to just another labor negotiation. They're going to get more pay. They're going to want more concessions, more control in the classroom, certain curriculum. They just, I mean, well, I just believe it's going to morph. The, the unions, they're experts at yeah. negotiating this. This the is what original, they do. The original story here is, not to miss the point, then we move on to the next story, is that you're saying there are emails that have been produced that, that, that show a collusion between the Centers for Disease Control and the who? American Federation of Teachers. That's the second, mo- the second, second largest, yeah. most powerful teachers union in the country behind the National Education Association. Okay, so you're saying that makes the CDC look bad. I'm saying the CDC is being playing politics. We, they say follow the science, but right. the CDC is not following the science. CDC is following the politics did, of the teachers. Did you know they played all, I mentioned this before, just to prove a point, and this is not even talking children who are even less impacted. They may get COVID, but they don't even know it. Most of uh, the vast majority of them, they played all the college football in the fall. They played all the college basketball, thousands of games, thousands of athletes around America going toe to toe, breathing on each other, uh, slobbering on each other. We know, you know sweating, on, sweating each other. on each other, laying down on top of each other, uh, and guess what? Not one athlete died of COVID. Right. And the coaches outside have to sit over there and, and try to yell at their players with a mask on. In so fact, when they're the actually running around with masks, when on. they're actually yelling, which is when you, when you when you spew the furthest, yeah. they pull the mask down. You know why they do that? They don't want to spew on themselves. <laughs> so they pull the mask down to yell at their players. Yeah. Which goes a hundred percent against everything the reason you were mad as you're saying then they pull the mask back up right. watch them basketball and football but what gets me now is i watch a lot of college baseball right so all the players on the field they're out in the open and they've got uh, they're not wearing masks uh, maybe it's true in professional baseball too i haven't watched much lately and yet you got these umpires 15 20 feet away from anybody and they got, they weren't, they're outside wearing a mask. Right. And you're going, what is the, so they're, now the CDC says that those umpires can pull those masks off. Well, they're doing their patriotic. Unless it's a school patriotic, game, apparently. <laughs> patriotic yeah. duty, Tim. I can answer my own question right yes, here. Yes, sir. This isn't always the case, especially if I'm on the golf course. Uh, And that is, that is it. I talk to myself a lot. Golfers understand what I'm talking about. Okay, so. I'll tell you why. It's because the NCAA and these conferences are run by a bunch of liberals who want, who want a virtue signal, and they won't, don't want to follow the science here. The NCAA is made up of college presidents who are liberal, and they want a virtue signal, so they tell the umpires, this is my I – don't, I, don't, I haven't done an investigative report on this. Right. This is my opinion, okay? Yeah. But it's the only explanation I have. Because uh, 
you would think the college, the uh, conferences would say, the CDC, said, CDC has said you don't have to wear a mask outside anymore, especially if you're vaccinated. So, Mr. Umpire, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask standing 20 feet from any player while you're uh, uh, doing a college baseball game. But this is why President Biden was criticized for wearing his mask outside because he said he was just being – this is just patriotic duty. So these NCAA folks – Maybe that's what they think, too, just doing our patriotic I don't know, duty. but it looks absolutely ridiculous. It does. To have these coaches and refs and umpires wearing masks when they're out in the open. Right. Wide, wide out in the open. Go ahead, Steve. Oregon, well, Oregon has changed its masking requirements after an athlete, a girl, a high school girl, collapsed after doing an 800-meter run. She, uh, she she was pro- wearing a mask. She had to wear a mask while doing the 800-meter run. Who could have predicted that? I know, right? So, so anyway. she collapsed? Yeah, at the finish line. Just So in Oregon, if you run track, you have to wear a mask? Yes. Well, it was at Oregon or, Wish- Oregon. or Washington that... Uh, cross-country? Yeah, they had the cross-country kids Oregon. wearing masks. Oregon, then, again. Cross-country. Well, that's 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 whacked out deep blue state politics for you right there, yeah. huh? I think they need to use that as a an advertisement to bring uh, people move to Oregon. Right. <laughs> Come to Oregon where we wear where we where we wear masks for uh, long Come distance running. Come to Oregon running. and pass out <laughs> <laughs> from oxygen deprivation yes. because you're running outside with a mask on, huh? All right. All right. So I know. All right. you- all right. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I know you guys uh, spoke a, l- a little bit about Maxine Waters. Uh, no, we didn't speak any about Maxine Waters today, Steve, but you go right ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's do it. Yeah. Ed's got a sigh coming. Get ready. <laughs> well, I want you to hear. I know um, you guys, I, I also heard you guys speaking about Senator Tim Scott and his, yes. uh, his declaration that America is not racist. I want you to hear how Maxine Waters defends her her position that America is racist and how many lies she has to tell to, to make the point. Listen to cut seven. Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. I don't know if he was counseled uh, to say that or whether he really believes that if he really believes that, uh, then he has missed not only the history of the country, but what is going on right now. As we watched uh, the invasion of the Capitol on January 6th, and those people following Trump saying they were taking back uh, their government and they were willing to harm people. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, not only were they willing to harm people uh, for the uh, Capitol Police, who happened to be uh, police of color, African-American, they were calling them names, uh, the N-word. Every day we have seen, you know, this nation uh, get more racist. How many many lies did you count, Ed? Uh, I I just, I lost count. Uh, Listen, she, she's just getting crankier and crankier the older she gets. That is just a, a jumble of untruths outright lies and i i don't doubt that she believes all that stuff but all those so all the capitol police were people of color that's why the the january that that january 6th d- 
today is going to is going to hang around for the next ten years. Yeah. It was worse than Pearl Harbor, according to Biden. Did he say that? He said it was the second he, second worst attack on our democracy in the history. Another day that will live in infamy. But no, mean, no, uh, didn't, didn't am I? I'm not well, making I, that I, up. I don't know he if he did. I, in, in his speech last week to the uh, 17 joint members of Congress. <laughs> They were in the Capitol building. Yeah. He said this was the uh, second worst attack on our democracy. You know what I love about what Maxine says, though? Did you notice that she said that Americans are racist, Trump supporters are racist because they yelled at police? Has she not been paying attention to what's going on in Portland? And- oh, that's a good point. No, I mean- what she was saying was undocumented, un- unverified. Just throw it in there. She's saying some of those white Trump supporters who went into the Capitol building said, called some of the black Capitol police officers the N-word. That's what she said. Yeah. Therefore, that, America is, is as racist as it's ever been. Because they're being angry and calling cops uh, names. Uh, of course. Of course. No, nobody has that on tape. No. Uh, there's no. You don't have to have evidence for it. Right. You don't have to verify it. Listen, the reason the people went into the Capitol building on January 6th had nothing to do with racism. Right. Um, if it, it had to do with they were upset with the election results, they thought that the election was stolen from President Trump. Uh, that's, there, were, there were a lot of black folks and Hispanic folks there too. So uh, I don't condone that at all going into the Capitol. Right. Those people are getting And we've in. said that numerous times Absolutely. On this show. But it wasn't based on, hey, let's go take this back for white America. Right. You want to know how racist America is? That if it was true what Maxine Waters said about those that entered the Capitol on January 6th, that they were calling black Capitol Police officers the N-word, here's how racist America is. 95% of Americans of all colors would say, that's wrong. That's wrong. That should not happen in this country. Whoever did that should be ashamed of themselves. That's how racist America is. Most people would be horrified if that was what they were saying to black police officers. And to your point, Steve, why doesn't Maxine Waters talk about the Antifa people and the Black Lives Matter people who are also calling police names? Black or white. They don't seem to care. That was part of your point as well. If that's the best Maxine Waters has of why America is getting racist, more racist every day, was what we just heard, she needs to resign. Go home. She's just trying to flame racial tensions. She has built her career. Her career started with, I believe, the Rodney King riots, and so she's been all over the race thing. This has propelled her career from day one. She's from Los Angeles, right? Yes, sir. Is it true that she lives in a very large house, some call it a mansion, not even in her district? I have heard that. Is that is that true or not? I, you don't I've know. heard that. I, I haven't verified it, but I've, I believe it is. Okay. I we, would, we I could, would yeah. be shocked to learn that, Tim, that there was hypocrisy in Washington, D.C. Well, all right. I mean, shocked. Okay. Uh, you ever seen Casablanca? That's what yes, I was going for. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> um, let's go to... 
to Disney World or Disneyland. They're reopening finally, and everybody's happy about that. And they have updated some of their rides. One oh. of the rides that you're going to be able to take is the Snow White ride. You get in one of those carts, and you go through a bunch of rooms with the video stuff and lights and, and animation and everything. Well, it's all well and good, except that uh, S- they're calling it San Francisco Gate. SF Gate is actually the San Francisco Chronicle. Right. has a problem. Here's the problem. The grand new finale of Snow White's Enchanted Wish is the moment when the prince finds Snow White asleep under the evil queen's spell and gives her, quote, true love's kiss. Well, according to SF Gate, a kiss he gives her without her consent while she's asleep. It cannot possibly be the true love's perf- uh, kiss if only one person knows it's happening. What are we teaching our children, Ed? Tim? Well- Hey, Steve, you did a good job of raising your voice like I do right there. That was a, in asking your question. Go ahead, Ed. You jump in right in here and answer this one. Okay. First of all, it's, Sorry, a, it's a cartoon, okay? Let's all just all, all hold our breath. And I'm going to say that Snow White loved the prince. Isn't, isn't that how the story goes? Didn't she? Doesn't she love happily, the prince? They all end happily ever after yeah. with Disney. So... <clears throat> I, I look. I I understand the point that you can't just walk up to somebody and give them a kiss in real life. All right, Good. I've, I'm glad. I've tried that. I've, I've tried that in my oh. younger days. Didn't work out so well. Yeah, and I said, not. yeah, but what about what about Snow White? Yeah. And that still got me slapped. Okay. All well, right. That, so now that's wrong too. <laughs> just coming up slapping somebody—that's wrong too. Well, so. uh, listen. Uh, I, I just, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. I technically, I understand the point, but if you're, if you are going to make the argument from the left that kids reject what their parents teach them and only learn how to behave from cartoons, then you have to admit that if Nickelodeon has a cartoon that says <laughs> homosexuality is okay. That should be banned, too, because kids well, are learning. But they think that's a good thing. Yes. So I'm going to I'm gonna reject the so San So what is San Disney going to do about this at their ride, at their Snow White ride? Nothing. I, think they're, I don't think that they're bending at this point. I just don't see how Snow White survives at all in this. Uh, well, listen. In this, I was wo- a- in this woke uh, culture. I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with the fact that she was living in the same house with seven men. Well, there you okay. go. All right. So oh, dwarfs uh, too. Do you, can you even call people dwarfs anymore? Can't call them dwarfs anymore. They're digits. They're, they're height challenged. I, well, a lot of people are height challenged. Well, what do I, you call a dwarf then? Height challenged. That's, a person who is a, a dwarf is a, is a, I'm giving you the real thing. It's height challenged. You don't count. You can't who, even call who them uses little that? people who anymore. Who uses that language? Height the challenge. same people who have a promise with Prince Charming kissing Snow White. Dwarfism is a uh, physical, that's anatomically correct uh, language. Yes, that's not. It uh, is. Huh? It, 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 so it, seven, Snow White, I can't believe we're doing this, but anyway. <laughs> Snow White and the seven. Chal- My point is it's a cartoon. Yeah. She Snow was White. living with seven dwarves because she was running for her life. It's a cartoon. Prince Charming gave her a kiss. True love's kiss. That's the only thing that could break the spell. I mean, come on, people. Who's with me here? (laughs) 
I don't know. Snow White's probably not going to make it. <laughs> probably the canceled. It's a, it's a small world after all. Well, well that deserves to tweak that deserves book. to be canceled. The Jungle Ride. They've already had to. <laughs> that song. I, I actually <laughs> like it. What? It's a it's a small world after all. Yeah. Over and over and over. Well, no, I, you know, I, I think I'm going to. Couple times through that ride is all you need, but I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. You, if you, if you start singing that in the down the hallway, so, I'm doing Baby Shark. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, please. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.